Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning everybody. I think I'm still a few seconds early. Yep. And I have it on my phone as well. So I'm now going to share with the people I usually share with. And there we are. Morning prayer has begun. So I'm hoping I'm going to... Morning, Deirdre. Lovely to see you this morning. I hope I'm going to be able to read all of your comments in the chat. And I'm going to start with Psalm 34. So I thought if I sing one or two over and over, we might get to know them. Morning, Leslie. Morning, Don. Morning, Dave. Lovely to see everybody this morning. It is me. My secondary school review got cancelled because sadly they had an outbreak of COVID. So here I am and Judy's doing something else this morning, which I think she's probably very pleased of. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boost in thee, Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Good morning, Dave. And wow, we've got a lovely crowd of people this morning. So do hum along or even join in if you've got the psalm in front of you. It's in the authorised version. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in thee, Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he Lovely to see you too this morning. Sorry about my slightly croaky voice, but it doesn't matter. God doesn't mind. He said, he told me once it'll be perfect in heaven. So I'm very happy about that. So let's magnify the Lord this morning. Let's bless his name and praise him for all the amazing things he's done for us. And I've been inspired today by Julie yesterday in her morning prayer and also by Dave. Owen's morning prayer on Monday where he read from Psalm 126 
and I'm going to finish with Psalm 126 as a little psalm sung, which will be fun, and it's got a great chorus, so I hope you'll um, join in with me with that. Um, I'm going to be uh, using the Northumbrian Order for Morning Prayer today. It's the two Julies favourite, I think. We, we do rather like this. And there's another Julie joined us. Good morning, Julie Harding. That's lovely to see you. So, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. And when we're feeling a bit down because life throws us curved balls um, in all shapes and sizes and it's really interesting it can be the silly little things where we drop something and think oh how annoying or it can be the sort of thing where the other day I was about a week or so ago I was doing up a parcel to send and suddenly ouch my back I felt a muscle or something pull it's just those silly little things as well as the big things in life that cause us problems but if we run back into the house of the Lord and seek him and magnify his name it makes a huge difference just to how we feel about everything in our lives so here's the call and responses who is it that you seek we seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Wonderful words from the Gospels there, from Jesus' disciples and just reminding Jesus how much they had come to know and love him over the period that they spent with him, following him. Not an easy life. And if you've watched any of The Chosen, you will have seen how they tried to portray that life of the followers. Very tough, really, because they sometimes didn't know where their next meal was coming from. God always provided, but it wasn't an easy life by any means and we're called to take our cross daily and follow Jesus in a similar way oh thank you Leslie that's really sweet of you so do keep singing the Psalms okay and I've got interesting readings this morning I, as I said I was inspired by Julie Waterman yesterday who was talking about the story of Jonah almost forgot the name of the character and lo and behold I was reading my Bible in one year this morning and it was the story of Jonah 
So I thought this must be a sign, <laughs> the sign of Jonah. So there we are. I'm going to read you that. But I'm going to start with Psalm 125 because it's kind of um, a similar theme in a way because we know that Jonah was running away from God and what he should have done was trust. So here we have Psalm 125. I'm just going to read it all the way through. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, but endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forevermore. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous, for then the righteous might use their hands to do evil. Lord, do good to those who are good, to those who are upright in heart, but to those who turn to crooked ways, the Lord will banish with the evildoers. So a really interesting intro there to the bit of Jonah that I'm going to read. Julie told the story about Jonah's um, <coughs> running away from God, which we all do. And it's interesting, Julie gave an example in her life of how she'd run away from God over something. And I've certainly done so as well in my life. And what I've noticed, and I'm sure you, many of you will feel the same, is that God brings you back. My goodness, does he bring you back. Um, sometimes very gently from maybe you got really angry about something with somebody that was unnecessary, but God brought you back when he calmed you down and said, look, for goodness sake, grow up. <laughs> I'm, I'm your father in heaven. I'm going to um, help you to grow up into a mature Christian. Uh, sometimes it's when we perhaps do something we want to do rather than what we know is God's will. And he brings us right back sometimes a little bit painfully but once we are back with him again it is really an amazing amazing thing to be in God's presence and to know him and by his grace to love him so as I said I got slightly carried away there but the story of Jonah in the belly of the whale or the large fish whatever it was for three days and three nights and Danny's favourite word in Deeper is drash. I love it too. It's all about the parallels that you find in the Bible and certainly in the Old Testament, always those references to Jesus. And the three days and three nights in the belly of the huge fish was another um, example, another kind of Christophany in a form in the Old Testament, reminding us that Jesus spent three days and three nights in Sheol before he rose, before the resurrection. So that's another little wonderful thing to remember there. So I'm going to start reading from um, when Jonah realised, well, he was in the belly of the whale at the time, and he realises that actually God wants him to do this, and he's got to do it. So he says, from the inside of the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God and it's um, Jonah chapter 2 and chapter 3 I'm going to read 
From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. You hurled me into the depths, into the very heart of the seas and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I've been banished from your sight, yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in, barred me in forever. But you, Lord, my God, you brought my life up from the pit. Good morning, Alison. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I vowed to make what I vowed I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. Big turnaround there in Jonah. But you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Lovely thought there. He must have been a bit yucky, really, mustn't he, after being in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth and sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let every, everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows, God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he'd threatened. So isn't that absolutely amazing. Here was Nineveh, a huge, huge city. Reminds me a little bit of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah as well. It, the opposite happened there, of course. They did not relent and they were destroyed. 
but here we have a city turning every man woman and child to the Lord and repenting of their sins leaving their evil ways and returning to God as their Lord and Savior and what an extraordinary message to us today as we go into the world and we have opportunities to share the good news about Jesus with others let's pray that the Lord gives us the words to speak and that he will, we will not shrink away from being brave as, as Jonah did I don't think we'll end up in a, a large fish for three days and three nights because we're in a slightly different uh, situation a different covenant now but let's pray that we are full of the Lord Jesus full of the Holy Spirit and able to share that gospel even if all we say to somebody a friend of ours is God bless you or I'll pray for you or something that brings to them the fact that we are believers and that we know that God answers prayer and God can heal the brokenhearted. So just a thought there for today. My goodness, I'm just praying for the opportunity. I'm going out this morning with my ex-daughter-in-law, sadly my eldest son, and she divorced, mother of his twins, and she's Polish. And I've been praying this morning for an opportunity maybe just to share the gospel she was brought up in a Catholic environment in Poland where there was a lot of corruption within the church and she rejected the church because of that so whatever the question is it must come from her I've said to God if she wants to hear something I'm just praying she'll ask me so I think that's that's another thing that maybe I'm slightly putting away the the idea of doing something but I've just said to God I don't want to push it down her throat I want her to ask me so we'll see what happens praise God he's got a plan as we always as we know and remember always so we come to our time of prayer and um, do please put your prayer requests into the chat I've got um, quite a few for brothers and sisters at St Tom's um, and also for others and of course for our government so I'm going to start by praying for Chris Picard Lord Jesus we know and love that family Karen and Chris and their two boys Lord Jesus Karen told us at Book and Cake on Monday that Chris is hoping to come out of hospital this week maybe tomorrow or maybe today I don't know uh, the problem for him is that he's finding it very difficult to enjoy food and to swallow food and to just process food because of his operation Lord Jesus you would like Chris to be healthy and strong again and we pray that you'll enable him to regain his appetite and to be able to cope with food we thank you for blessing him we thank you that he's downloaded Lectio 365 on his phone and we pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit he will be moved by the words that he hears and that he will listen. Lord Jesus, thank you for your work in Chris's life. 
and heal healing. And we do pray for Rob, Dave's brother. I don't know if we can get an update today about him, um, but we know that he's had this condition and for a while he's been suffering with something he doesn't know what it is and he's been or going for tests. Lord Jesus, we just pray that there will be the right treatment for Rob and that he will recover from whatever is the problem is. You know his body, you know what his body needs, and you know precisely how to heal him. So we just ask in your mercy that you will heal him and make him well. And we do pray for, for Leslie, for um, her neck and shoulder and her back. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will strengthen those muscles. She's having a, a short time off work to recover a little bit. And we pray that you'll bless her during that time and that you will lay your hands on all those parts of her body that are sore and heal her. And we pray too for Leslie's husband, Richard. We thank you for him and pray for your healing hand on his knee, that you will take away the pain and thank you that Leslie's believing in healing and we too join her in believing in healing for Richard's knee. We just lift Julie Waterman's mum to you, Thelma, and we pray that you'll be with her, that you'll hold her in your arms through difficult times and we pray you'll bless her and take anxiety from Julie and her family and give them peace about Thelma and how best to um, deal with her. Give them wisdom, Lord. And we pray for Stuart Waterman as well, that you'll bless him and, and sort out his issues and heal him completely. And we know you're able to, Lord Jesus, and we just praise you for your strength, your power and your love that wants your people to be well and serving you. And Lord Jesus, we pray for our government and for the 19th of July. Lord, we know that cases of COVID are rising and we do pray that you'll give Boris great wisdom and his ministers that they won't just be thinking about money. And we know that we all wish um, our economy to thrive and for businesses to recover, but also we know the need to be sensible and not to spread the virus. Lord Jesus, we do pray that that wisdom, your wisdom, will, will be on Boris when he makes that announcement. We just pray too, Lord Jesus, for all those schools who are seeing COVID outbreaks at the moment. Just pray for the school I should have been in this week, Copleston High School. Pray for the staff and the pupils and the parents and, and the leadership team who've all uh, been isolating or who've actually themselves got COVID. We do pray you'll be with them and bless them and heal them in Jesus' name. And we pray for Christina's school. Christina, who did Alpha in the first group but, uh, where we, when we did the Alpha course, just pray you'll bless her, that you'll answer her prayers and that you'll strengthen her faith and bless those schools in Jesus' name. And we pray for the Chair of Trustees 
of those schools as well in Norwich who's had stem cell treatment for leukemia. We pray, Lord Jesus, that that seems to have taken and have worked. We pray that you'll strengthen him and bless him and that you'll open his heart and mind to the gospel as a result. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, we um, also pray, or they're still, Pauline was saying, Pauline Barry was saying, they're still waiting for the consultant's appointment in August. So we thank you for that being a great um, blessing and a great success for Rob. Lord Jesus, we want to pray too, as Julie did yesterday, for Danny and Luke's wedding. And we do pray that that will go ahead and they'll have a blessed and glorious day with lovely weather and start their married life together in you and in just a beautiful environment and beautiful circumstances. And Lord Jesus, we pray for Alison. I think she may have left us, I'm not sure, but we pray for her fibromyalgia. I think that's how you say it. And Lord Jesus, we do pray that you'll heal her, that you'll also bless her and relieve the stress that she feels and others in her profession feel because of the many clients that they're dealing with, with all kinds of mental health issues. And we thank you for giving Alison and her colleagues the words to speak and the comfort to bring and the listening ear which people need so desperately when they're feeling unwell. And Lord Jesus, we lift Bob Carkeet to you and his eyesight. We thank you for all that you're doing to restore him to full health in his eyes. Lord Jesus, when you were on earth, you brought healing to the blind. Those who've been blind from birth, you healed. And we thank you for your healing and claim that for Bob Carkeet in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just pray too for, um, with Leslie, for those who are grieving her colleague, Hannah, and she mentions Don and Jill, so we do lift those people to you too, Lord, and pray you'll bless them. Open their eyes to the good news about Jesus, so that they can rejoice, come into your house and be glad, in Jesus' name. And we lift any others known to us, Lord Jesus, this morning who are unwell. We just remind you of Danny um, and pray for his heart that there will be continued progress when he has that scan, whenever it's going to be, that it will be amazing to see the success of the operation. The consultants will just be totally amazed and Danny will be able to witness again to them. And we thank you, Jesus, for just going with us today, blessing us, keeping us, making your face to shine upon us. And we join together with you in saying, as you taught us, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And now we have our beautiful canticle. And it was so lovely. Thank you again, Julie Waterman, for playing those to us. It was just wonderful to hear them sung. It was great. So here we have Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And the blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And if I haven't given you enough challenges today, one more challenge. Um, I know that since Sean and Abby oh, and Ilaria have sadly left St. Tom's, moving on to something amazing for their future, and we thank God for that. But it leaves us a little bit short for presenters uh, for morning prayer. And I would like to encourage all of you who regularly come to morning prayer, if you're not doing it already, and if you're not working one morning at 9.15, it would be marvellous if you could let Bob Nichols know and offer your services to support morning prayer. So please have pray about it. It's not difficult. The Holy Spirit helps you. I can tell you that every time. All you have to do is just relax and let God, let go and let God, and he leads the service because he really blesses our morning prayer times together and has answered many prayers. So do pray, do think, do mention it to others that you know, and hopefully, um, you don't need to feel nervous about it, but uh, do give it a go. Right, I'm going to finish then with the Dave Lovett, uh, Dave Owens. I'm sorry, not Dave Lovett. There's so many Daves, aren't there? And it's when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion. And I hope I'm going to remember what key I'm singing it in. I think it's A, but anyway, I might get it wrong. I might have to start again, but never mind. It, the chorus is... The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad.
So I'll try in D and see if I can remember the chords. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. And our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with shouts of joy. The Lord has done great things for us and we and keep singing that chorus it's a bit catchy so I hope you remember it and we'll have it again another time so thank you for joining me for morning prayer God bless you all and see you next time